0: Hey guys, this is a post-edit add-in. I realized while editing that you can hear my dog scratching and kind of going crazy in the background in the first few minutes of the episode, so I just wanted to add a little voice note and say, that's my dog. I'm sorry. I try to record When he's asleep and it's quiet, but I did not realize that he was so close and the microphone was picking him up while he sounds like he is trying to scratch his skin off. I promise, he's fine. He doesn't have fleas. He just scratches a lot. Like, just because. He's so weird. But there's no reason behind his scratching, I promise. Like, he just, that's just what he does. Like a nervous tick or something. Anyways, I just wanted to add that in there and apologize for it. Continue on with your listening. Thank you. You're listening to For the Record with Tess Heard. I'm Tess Hurd, and this is For The Record. Body and welcome back to another episode of For the Record with Tess Heard. I'm Tess Hurd, and this is For the Record. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for letting me take a couple of weeks to kind of figure things out. I was getting a little overwhelmed and kind of just really procrastinating when it came to recording and script writing and researching. And so I was like majorly stressing myself out on Wednesdays and Thursdays so that I could get the episode ready to be posted by Friday. And, I realized that I just needed to take one week and just catch up on some research, record multiple episodes over a two-week period, and then each week, like the week before an episode is scheduled record it instead of recording it the night before it's supposed to go up and so I just needed some time to get all that stuff done and work through that without having to post anything so thank you guys so much for sticking with me and being understanding I really do appreciate that Also. I don't know if y'all can tell the difference or not, but I have a new microphone and it is the coolest little microphone I have ever seen. I got it off Amazon, super cheap. It just plugs into the USB jack on my phone and it's wireless. So I can literally, like right now, I literally have it clipped to the collar of my t-shirt as I'm recording. And there's no wires. There's nothing that I'm going to get tangled up in or have issues with. It is great. And I think that the audio quality is impeccable. Not that it was terrible to begin with. But I feel like this really does improve the quality of the audio. So with all of that being said, I think that we are just going to jump into this week's episode. I want to give a major shout out to Mr. Rob McVicker. Rob, thank you so much for throwing this case out there. I know you didn't technically ask me to cover it, but you did say that you thought it would be pretty cool to cover. And so... I looked into it a little bit and I thought, yeah, this is something that definitely needs to be talked about. So, thank you for suggesting it. Also, just a side note, you have the coolest last name ever. Like with the last name McVicker, you could just you can dominate anything you do. It's just one of those last names. Like, hey, there's that McVicker kid. Yeah, I heard that they were good at everything. Yeah, they really are. Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on names, so... Yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Alright. So, in the past several weeks, there has been a lot of controversy that is surrounding a certain country music artist and his song and the music video for this song. Now, as I have stated before, I am not a country music fan. I may have been born and raised in the South, but I am not your typical Southern belt. I know the southern accent comes out sometimes, I know that I say y'all, but I draw the line at that. It's just not me. Now, don't get me wrong, I love me some Dolly Parton, and I will never turn off a Reba McIntyre song. And there are a few other country songs that I like. You know, I hope you dance by Leanne Womack. That's a really good one. Um amazed by Lone Star. That's a really good one. God bless the broken road. I mean, I played that song at my wedding, so I'm not totally against country music. It's just not my go to. Genre, I guess you could say. But I did go and listen to this song by this artist and watch this music video. And if you haven't gathered already, the song is Try That in a Small Town by Jason Aldean. I don't like the song. I think it has good sentiment to it, but that's a whole other story, and I'm not going to bore y'all with that. But the controversy is around the music video. And one, where the music video was recorded, and two, some of the news footage that is shown in the music video. So that's what we're going to talk about today and this reasoning behind why a lot of people are upset over where the music video was recorded and how that kind of plays into some of the footage that is in the music video. All right, so first I want to talk about some of the, the news footage that is shown in this music video. I recorded this whole like five minute segment of me just going off about the lyrics but then I deleted it because that's not what this is about. I do not like the song. I just don't. And I'm just gonna leave it at that because if I don't then, like, I will get canceled quicker than I can get more listeners on this podcast. So we're just going to leave it at that. I don't like the song. That's okay. That's fine. A lot of people don't like the songs that I listen to. That's okay. That's fine. Respect it. Let's move on. So the news footage If you haven't seen the music video, it's kind of like flashes of footage from security cameras and news outlets and stuff like that. So it's not a consistent playthrough of these clips. They're just kind of thrown in there. And then you have the main scene of the location of where the band is at, of where Jason Aldean is at, and that's the main thing that you see. But there are other clips, you know, kind of salt and peppered through in there, throughout the video. Now, I have not found anything that has stated, like, certainly for sure that this is where some of these clips are from, but I have read and I have heard that some of the clips that you see are from the Black Lives Matter protests and whatnot. And so that in itself, I mean, protesting is fine, when it's done the right way. I am not against a good protest. I've never protested anything. But I think if you have a just cause. You can protest for it. Just you know. I think there's a line between like protesting. Protesting. Protesting and rioting. I think that's where. The line gets crossed a lot of the times. Now, I'm not saying that this is what was happening with Black Lives Matter. That's not what I'm saying. But the the portrayal of everything in that video is, you know, big cities, riots, burning the American flag, liquor stores getting robbed, you know, people getting punched. All that kind of stuff. It's, it's all of the crime that Jason Aldean is trying to say happens in like pretty much only happens in the big towns, the big cities. And like I just have to say we all know that that's not true. We know that just as much or more crime happens in the small towns and it either just doesn't get talked about because it does happen in a small town. Or it gets completely covered up because of the officials in the small town. I think that that has more of an influence on these things than anything. I mean, just go back and listen to the Hometown horrors, Jason Brewer case that I covered like it's been seven years and Jansen Brewer still has not been found and local law enforcement still is not doing anything and I'm not trying to bash law enforcement I've said it before I'll say it again I don't think that all cops are bad I know there's bad ones out there but I don't think that as a whole, just because someone is a police officer, they are a horrible person. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to say here. What I'm saying is that I think that the law enforcement here in Lawrence County is influenced by higher officials who just want to sweep all these things under the rug And there are going to be more hometown horror episodes in the very near future that are really going to showcase just how awful our local law enforcement is. And it just... Ugh. Yeah. I, I just... I don't know. But all of that... Like, just because... You're in a small town doesn't mean that everything is peachy keen. Yeah, you might can go to your neighbors and ask to borrow a cup of sugar. But as you're walking out the door, those same neighbors could shoot you in the back. Like, it doesn't matter where you are. Small town or not, crime still happens. Bad things still happen. Bad people are everywhere. And times have changed. From the time that Jason Aldean was born and raised in his small town, it's not the same as whenever, like, you know, the kids nowadays who are raised in a small town, they're not getting the same experience. You know, the world is so much different now than it was when I was a kid. And it's scary. It is truly, truly scary. So, the whole song to me, it, it it's problematic. But, that's my opinion. Whatever. I do think that the most controversial part of this whole music video is the location where it was recorded. Now, I knew nothing about this until... Rob told me about it and you know said that this might be something that would be interesting to cover on the podcast. And so after he told me about it, I came home and I started to google about it and research it and it just it really 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 shocked me and it it's just it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And Maybe that's the whole point of the song in the video. You know, you think about all of these things happening in the bigger cities, but you don't expect it to happen in your own backyard. But the fact is that these things do happen in your own backyard. And they're happening more and more and more every single day. So... Maybe I'm missing something here. If someone wants to explain to me the meaning behind the song and, you know, I don't know. I'm trying not to be biased by it just because it's country. But the lyrics just, they really rub me the wrong way. But back to the location of... Where the video was recorded. It was recorded in the town of Columbia, Tennessee, which is about 45 minutes north of where I'm at. They recorded on the yard of the Columbia courthouse. Which is where in 1927, an 18-year-old boy was lynched. Now, I didn't know what lynching was. So I also had to look that up. And just, it's it's all just shocking. So... Yeah, I guess we'll finally get around to diving into it. It was November 11th of 1927. 18-year-old Henry Choate was in Columbia visiting his grandfather. for forgive me if I mispronounce this, Armistice Day, which is now known as Veterans Day. I don't know why they just don't say that, but we're going with Veterans Day. He was in town visiting his grandfather for Veterans Day. On the same day that Henry Choate was in town, a 16-year-old girl by the name of Sarah Harlan was attacked and assaulted by a black man while waiting for the school bus. I don't know how or why, but Henry Choate was the suspect. Now, he told police that he was with his grandfather picking corn whenever the time of the attack happened. And his grandfather reportedly said that, you know, Henry was not with him picking corn when this attack happened. But... I don't know very many details other than that about his alibi. And even though Sarah Harlan could not positively identify her attacker, And despite Sarah's mother saying, you know, let the boy go. My daughter can't even tell you who is the one who attacked her. Henry Cho was thrown into prison. He was scheduled to have his trial the following Monday. But as word got out about what happened, a mob of somewhere between 250 and 350 people stormed the jail and beat him with hammers Sledgehammers, tools, rocks, their hands, bats, pretty much anything that they could find. Until they killed him. Henry's body was then tied to the bumper of a car. And dragged down Main Street from the jail to the courthouse. Once... He was at the courthouse. Several men took him to the second floor balcony of the courthouse and hung him from the second floor balcony. In one report that I read, it said that his body was there for a couple of days. Just Hanging there. And I'm not going to repeat the things that were in the article about what was said and why his body was left hanging there for so long. Um, But even after his body was finally Taken down. The actual rope. That was used. To drag him. Down the street. And hang him from the balcony. Was left on that balcony. For several weeks. Afterwards. This is atrocious like it is absolutely atrocious I know that in the time frame that this happened in this was not unusual behavior and it is it is atrocious that this was ever even remotely acceptable. The real kicker of this story is that the people who did this to Henry, nothing happened to them. Not a thing happened to them. Whether that was just because they were white, I don't know. Whether it was because there were so many of them, I don't know. Maybe it was a combination of the two. But they they didn't even let Henry have a trial. They didn't even let him tell his side of the story. You know, Sarah Harlan did not say yes, that's that's the that's the man that attacked me, that's the man that hurt me. They just looked at this boy because of his skin color. And these people. It wasn't. It it, it wasn't the, the officials. It wasn't the police. It wasn't the judge or anything like that. It was the community. People who stormed that jail and did this to him just because he was black what would they have done if he would have been white and they would have you know arrested a white a white boy would the same thing have happened i don't think so I understand why people are upset about this. At first, I'll be honest, at first I was like, you know, bad stuff happens everywhere. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you go to film a music video. Somebody's probably died there. Like, yeah. Somebody's probably been murdered there. But I don't think I think that with the with this specific song and with the history of this location. And how it's portrayed. And especially if some of that news footage is like the Black Lives Matter uh, protests. Um, That was a really, really, really bad choice for Jason Aldean to make. And... I don't think that that's okay. If it was just. You know. I'm gonna take my truck down to the square. And drink a beer. Cause my wife took off with my dog. Like. Yeah. That's. Go ahead. Go do that. That's, I think that that would be fine. But. If. You're saying try that in a small town with all of these horrible things and making it seem like these horrible things don't happen in these small towns. But yet this horrible, 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 horrible thing happened in the very place that you're standing recording this video. And this isn't even, like, Henry Choate isn't even the only case about this happening, you know? There are so many other reports of Black people being killed or just, quote-unquote, disappearing from the Maury County area. <laughs> and it's like... but ugh, it, it's literally just so awful, and I honestly didn't expect to get emotional in recording this, but I am, like, fighting back my tears right now trying to, uh, talk about this, and I don't know, it's, it's just horrible, it's, it's, It's beyond horrible. I don't know if Jason Alvine knew the history of the Columbia courthouse. I don't know if he knew what it... What had happened there? I don't know if he knew any of that. Um, I think that he would be better off to, you know, re-record the music video elsewhere. And I don't know if he really wants to keep the song. I don't. I don't know. Now, I don't think that he should be canceled. Okay, I think cancel culture is stupid. Like, I don't know. I mean, if somebody does something really, really, really horrible, then, like, if everybody just stops supporting them, like, okay. You know, but the whole, like, oh, you're canceled. Like, come on. I know that I just said in the beginning of this episode that I'd get canceled, but that was a joke, not I wasn't being serious. But I mean, just this is a completely different topic, but look at Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And I would just like to state for the record that Tess Heard and Amber Heard no relation okay she brings disgrace to the herd name not me Mm-mm. no but Amber heard was is in the new Aquaman movie or the second Aquaman movie I guess it's not new now I don't know has it even come out? My husband will tell me after he listens to this and let me know. But the swarm of people who were like, I am not going to watch Aquaman 2 because Amber Heard is in it. Because I didn't cut her out even after... The defamation trial. That movie, like, it wasn't canceled. You know, Amber Heard wasn't canceled, but like, everybody just flocked to not support her. I don't know I don't think that Jason Aldean needs to be canceled I don't think that you know this one song is enough to be like oh yeah he's he's a horrible person he did this blah 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 I mean I want to give him the benefit of the doubt like I said maybe he doesn't know the history of Columbia maybe he doesn't know what happened there Maybe he does, and he was trying to say that the city has changed since 1927. Maybe he's trying to show it in a new light by recording it there. I mean, but honestly, if you watch the music video, unless if you know that that's the Columbia Courthouse... It looks just like any other town courthouse. I mean, I wouldn't have known from the music video looking at it if I wouldn't have been told beforehand that that's where it had been recorded at. It's like, I had no idea. So, you know, there, there could be... There's room for grace. There's always room for grace. There's always room for, you know, kindness and understanding. But I really think that this is something that, you know, it needs to be talked about. It needs to be discussed. Not screaming at one another and, you know, bashing each other over it. But, I mean, like, I'm... I'm not going to say that I'm surprised by my thoughts and feelings on it, but, you know, like I said, I wasn't expecting to get so emotional talking about Henry Choate and just knowing what this teenage boy, yeah, he was 18, he was a legal adult, but he was still just a teenager. Like he he hadn't had a chance to live his life and experience the world he he didn't have a chance to defend himself or try to clear his name after November 11th, 1927 so the fact that you know everything was taken from him just because of his skin color, you know, that's that's awful. It's beyond awful. You know, and then you have these situations like with Carly Russell. And I know that I posted on Facebook that I thought that, you know, it wasn't a hoax, but guess what? So now there's probably going to be a lot of people who are like, you know, like if another black woman really does go missing in the future, are they going to accuse them of pulling a Carly Russell and faking it? Are people going to be less likely to respond? to missing persons because of their skin color. You know, did Carly Russell set everything back by claiming that she was kidnapped? It's... It's such a... a, a, delicate thing to talk about and it's a difficult thing to talk about and i was scared to talk about this because you know i am a white girl through and through and i mean i don't i don't even tan like summertime i look like a ghost you know It's, yeah, I'm very, very white. And to such a large degree, I didn't feel like I had the right to discuss Henry Choate. Because of what happened to him and why it happened to him and me being a white person. It felt almost, in a way, disrespectful because I didn't know if I could effectively give him the the honor and respect that he deserved, that he still deserves. And... I don't know. I'm not going to say that I shouldn't have talked about this because I think that no matter what your skin color is, racism is something that, you know, it needs to be talked about and it needs to be discussed by everybody on all sides, all skin colors, everything. I think that a lot of the racial division has been influenced by the media. And I know that there are people of all colors who agree with that. But... At the same time, I also do know that people of color, no matter what that color is, people who are not white, they don't get the recognition that they deserve whenever a crime happens. They don't get the same attention as when... Something happens to a white person, and that's not right. That's absolutely not right. And going back to Carly Russell again, I mean, that story spread like wildfire. And it was amazing because of how large the outreach got for her. So, I think that if everybody could react to something like that, no matter a person's skin color, that would be, like, that's how it needs to be. That's, that's just how it needs to be. So, I know that this episode was different. I know that it wasn't, you know, your typical true crime case. But I hope that by talking about this and having a discussion about it and not just yelling at people about it and fighting people about it. You know, maybe this can be a good conversation starter for other people who are, you know, reveling in the controversy of the Jason Aldean music video. You know If anything that I said was insensitive or out of line when it comes to a person's skin color, you know, please, please, please forgive me. Please message me, email me, let me know. I don't ever want to offend someone because of something that i say about the color of their skin i don't ever want to come off as someone who doesn't i don't even know i don't even know how to how to put this into words I don't ever want anyone to think that I have anything against anyone who is not white. I don't ever want anyone to think that I am racist in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, I can be naive sometimes. And I know that. And so I'm asking... If something I said was wrong, if it was offensive, please educate me. But I think that is all that I have for this week. I am going to go cry a little bit because I am still just feeling really emotional about Henry's story. And, you know, whenever I tell these these cases and talk about these people, they're, it's like a movie playing in my head. You know, whenever I'm reading about them and researching, it's not just words on the page that I'm seeing. It's, you know... I'm watching their life in my mind. And so to think about Henry. It just. It's really hitting my heart. Very, very hard. And. I don't know. Next week's episode is also going to be really hard. Um, I'm not going to tell you all what it's about. But. It's going to be one that is, oh, it's going to be a doozy. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for staying and partaking in this conversation. Like I said, feel free to message me or send me an email. Email address is for the record with me at gmail.com, and it will be linked in the show notes. Um, yeah, but I hope that you all have an incredible weekend or week or whatever day you're listening to this on. And I can't wait to bring you next week's episode. And the record will so reflect.